Welcome to the Resilient AF Podcast. I'm Alex Fresh. I'm Amelia Jackson. And I'm Bennett Knows. We believe everything vibrates at a certain frequency, and we're here to raise the vibration. You'll hear stories of incredible resilience, manifestation, and what to do when you find that even resilience has a toll. Because a bitch is tired, honey. Yeah, I was close to that. No, I wasn't close to that, but I was fucked up the first time <laughs> that night when we went out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Dude. I was fucked up. You're fucking gone. Goner <laughs> than I've ever seen you. What'd you drink? Everything. What that night I was drinking drink? yeah. everything. You mixed yeah. And I think we went after we recorded a podcast too. We got Liddy. Well, I didn't. You did. <laughs> I was just crazy. And then he hopped in an Uber and he went home. Did you throw up? Mm-mm. Oh, nope. really? No throw up. Oh. No, he can hang. Damn, I can't. Can. I throw up. But I'm a, I'm puke and rally though. I'm a puker in a rally. Yeah. Usually when you puke, you feel better. Oh, yeah. I brought donuts. Did you guys want it? Yes, 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 yes. And waters. And waters. And I made you guys a drink. Uh, yes. Yes. Like walked through the door and there was a cold drink. There you go. Yes. Love that. And it's it's not strong either. It's not like. <laughs> Amelia says it face. is. No, not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Not no, yet. thank you. Why? No, thank you. You take a bite. You have that one. They're actually really good. They're from Top Pot. I love and pot pot. They're huge. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're, seven they're bigger than seven. <laughs> 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 maple bars. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, maple bacon. I don't really like it with bacon. Though. I don't either. I don't either because the bacon's always soggy. I don't it's like bacon. Keep that to yourself, that girl. Wild. Sorry I know. That, that was wild. Whoa. That party foul? The, yeah. world just, the world stopped for a second. It felt like it did. I'm so sorry about that. But it's true. It's like <laughs> they come from fucking pigs. I just can't anymore with that. I know. That's oh, why, please don't talk that's about why them. people don't eat um, pork or, yeah. pork or mm-hmm. what do they say? Swine. Says it in the Bible, Amelia, right? I should know. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm-hmm. What book is that? What chapter? <laughs> it's Colossians. Colossians. Wait, she didn't know how to say you it. know? She's making it up. No, I do know. Even... I did read the whole Bible and I know, but Colossians is not even a thing. It's not even a real thing. Oh. It might be Romans 13, 23. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, I'll look that up later. Stop. I know you're just <laughs> pulling shit out your ass. No, I'm serious. Look it up. Oh, wow. It's actually Luke 13, 4. No, it's seven. not because that's about like love. <laughs> like that's a good chapter. Oh, shit. Luke is a good one. It's like, Romans and Romans not a good one. Mine, no, my it's like is Revelation. That's a scary chapter. That's a scary one. That's the real one. You like that one? I can't read wow. the Bible. It's too boring. It's wow. so Holmes good. Is a good one. It's actually really good. You know they took out so many like fables. Some books in the Bible, like Enoch. Oh, yeah. And Ecclesiasticus. What? Yes, like Ecclesiastes, but it's Ecclesiasticus. Like, oh, yeah. And then um, the Book of Jubilee. Oh, yeah. Taken out. Take that mm. out. X <laughs> out. Yeah. You don't publish What about the book of Jesus? Yeezy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's still in there. That's in the third testament. Yeah. Wait, there's a first, second testament. We're in the third testament. That's not right. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't believe anything because it got rewritten too many times. Mm-hmm. And I just don't believe it. Like, I believe some things are like happened and are yeah. real, but like, I just don't believe yeah it it did get rewritten many times like um pedophilia got taken out and homosexual got put in mm. yeah shout out to the homosexuals <laughs> <laughs> we love the, the homosexuals are the ones who took it out no literally uh, it was the old white men yeah. or wet men in general probably but yeah they took that part out and put the ho- mm-hmm. welcome to the podcast <laughs> hello 
<laughs> Good Monday morning. Thanks for being here. Bennett, okay. <laughs> what's your peak and fit? Last week, I told you about the stoplight party I went to, mm-hmm. but I didn't tell you how I got a page out of Alex's book. Okay. Oh my God. I knew it. Wait, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I knew it. Okay. We'll see. Okay. So I told you guys the party was great. It was, I had a really great time, but there was this like really fine man there. He was so cute. He had to look like he was like black and Asian and he, Blasian. Yes, he was so fine. Oh. Handsome face, beautiful smile, dressed so well. Mm-hmm. And I was like eyeing him the whole night and I know he noticed me too. So mm-hmm. I'm like eyeing him the whole night. And at some point he ended up like standing next to me right uh-huh. and he was like talking to some girl so i'm trying to peep is that his girlfriend or is that a co-worker uh-huh he has a yellow cup at the time but then he switches to a green cup oh shit <laughs> oh and the girl he was talking to it was more like a co-worker conversation versus like a you know one couple of those you know, like a couple conversations yeah. so i'm like okay and then he's standing behind me the whole time and i'm like okay i have to say something to him i have to say something to him and so i turn around and i'm like What's good, man? I love your shoes. It, he it looked like he was excited to, like, finally he said something. Yeah. And then when I said that, he was, oh, thanks. And then he didn't say anything back. Oh. So I'm like, okay. And he's standing right behind me. So I'm like, okay, that flatlined. And I'm like, shit, I need to tell him I like his shoes, his face, his swag, everything. Yeah. So I literally turn around <laughs> and he walks out the door when I oh. turn around to tell him. So I'm like, whatever. But I can't stop thinking of him. <laughs> and oh, I'm talking shit. to my friends. And so this is why I say I took a page out of your book. Okay, I thought you were I making know, something else. And no, because I know it. Alex can find anybody. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If she yeah. wants to. Yeah. So. <laughs> I sure can. I found Wait. him. I found <laughs> you him. did? On, I found him on Instagram. Because I'm like, yo, that is my baby daddy. That is my next, my next husband. I let him walk out the door. Like, I have to find him. So right, I yeah. found him on Instagram. Wait, how? See, Alex told me you can find anyone if you put your mind to uh-huh. it. So. What, what I was thinking was we both went to his this party, mm-hmm. so he must follow this page. Or maybe he liked the flyer. Yep. Or maybe he tagged him. Or something. So I go and mm-hmm. I check out the page, and he's not even that far down. He's number 10. So then I found him, and I'm like, do I say something? Because it could either come off really stalkerish. And last week I was talking about someone stalking me, and yeah. now I don't <laughs> want to become a stalker. <laughs> or should I hit him up? Because I really do think he's cute. And mm-hmm. like, so I hit him up. Oh, shit. It could either go like really weird or really good yeah. and he hit me back up and followed me and oh shit yeah, so that is definitely the piece. wait so okay. how long did you wait until you hit him up the next day okay good it wasn't because like i was that like night. yo like seen you at the party last night yeah i said i loved your shoes but i really like your face your smile oh you did say that and everything okay and yeah. then what did he say back like oh my gosh thank you so much for oh. the love i had so much fun t- last night and then we just went back and forth and are you flirting is not he really maybe is he's he straight, gay right? i don't know he could be straight okay but he's like maybe like or maybe curious. he's like Sam, like this fine ass guy remembered me from the party last night yeah he actually hit people me are, up today people are becoming fluid yeah that's true so that's, i don't know what his sexuality is he does say he wants to hang out and go to like <laughs> events more okay. he's new to town so oh well if okay. you're clearly hitting on him and if he had a problem with it then he would not be making plans with you right you that's wouldn't true. go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because if somebody hit me up the next day from a party, randomly, we had no mutual phone, yeah. <laughs> mutual friends online, no nothing. Yeah. And I wasn't interested. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, me too. Wait, I would not respond. Forth, no, I'd be creeped the fuck out. I know. I know. But he he responded. So he yeah. must be like, okay, cool. Hello. Like he's, yeah. he's so fine. Oh, I my need gosh. To see a Wait, can we oh, see? Can you just so show us right delicious. now? Delicious. Yes. Yes. Okay. So while you're getting it. 
Well, I will say this. He doesn't look. They never do. Like on his Instagram it's fine. It's in person, fine. they always look. They always look better. Let's see it. All right, yeah. I'll show you guys this Kay. while I tell my what? Your pit. My pit. Your pit, yeah. Oh, my pit for the week. Oh my gosh. Why don't you just ask him if he's gay? Yeah, I'm confused. Is that bad? I, I mean, know. I don't know. I, I the conversation's really just been back and forth. Like, where are you from? How's it going? What's your job? Like, what are you into? Yeah, but like, why? Just skip to the chase and be like, are you yes. gay? Do you want me to suck your dick? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Are you a bottom or are you a top? Glock, Glock, three thousand. <laughs> four thousand. Oh, is it four? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's see him. Okay, let's see him. He's so cute. What's his name? Jeffrey. Ooh, Jeffrey Star. I thought I told you. He looks so much better in person, you guys. He did. Give me the phone. Jeffrey. I don't like that name. Don't y'all hate when that happens when like you think someone's so cute? <laughs> no, he's not. He's a G a J E F F. Okay. Um, don't you hate that when you think someone's so cute and then like you go to show them to someone yes. and it's like not that? Mm -hmm. But he posted a picture from that night. And like those must be old pictures because baby, he was looking good. Was he? Good. Like you know I would never do that. He's cute. Like hit He's up cute. a guy after. Yeah. That's you. his sister. No, I know. I was like oh. looking at him though in that <laughs> picture, not her. I'm like, impressed. Okay. Bennett. He's a cutie, right? Wow. Wow. She says. I'm gonna send him the link to this podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> He's so beautiful. What is, what is your pit? Let's go. My pit is, you know, I'm working at Amazon and I took my shoes off and I thought I almost died. You guys, I thought I had a corn, like what? a corn. Oh, no. Forming on one of my toes. <laughs> and I have nice toes. They're meant to be sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I almost died, <laughs> died. Like I almost had a heart attack. What was it? It's like, okay, it's not a corn. It looks like if I wear those shoes forever, it would be a corn. Oh shit. But it looks I, like it's shoes? just like a mark. My work shoes. Cause what? you have to wear certain shoes at Amazon. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. So like, what I've never had a problem with them. What do they look like? They're actually cool. They're, oh. they're pretty cool. Like they're, they're like, um, have you ever seen like those Avenger or like military boots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look like those. Did you have to buy them? No, they buy them for you. Is your feet getting wet or something? No, my like, feet aren't wet. Like they don't hurt, you yeah. know? I don't know how long it takes for a corn to get there, but it wasn't there yesterday, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is now. So like, <laughs> I lost my mind, but my friends were on the phone and uh, Catherine was on the phone and she's like, it's not a corn. Like if you had a corn, you would have known like it takes a long time for that to happen. Can't you so. just shave that shit off though? You can. So is it a wart? It looks like a small, I don't think it's a wart either because it, I've had warts before, but it's smaller than a wart. Maybe it's athlete's foot. Oh my God, where the fuck would I go? Is it a skin, <sighs> skin tag? Do you guys want to see it? Yeah. yeah. Am I going to throw Gosh. up? No. Are you going to okay. suck his toe? <laughs> Do you want to? I might. They're suckable, he says. Yeah, let me see. Uh, they're not done right now, though. Okay. Okay, bring that puppy look over like here. a little ashy. Bring look those dogs over right here. here. Do you see it? Uh, Oh, oh yeah that's definitely a wart that's a wart from where though you were sticking what? your feet on like public toilet it happens oh. it happens where but would i get a wart from though it happens but i don't like know. if you're walking in public or at a pool or something Look it up. but you can get things to make it go away okay thank yeah, god because i thought freeze it off that's worse don't, yeah freeze it off they said squeeze it off i'm like don't do that <laughs> <laughs> you can freeze it off yeah how about those toes though yeah you should make an only fans or a feet yeah, finder. Feet finder you have nice feet you don't you. Yeah. So Would you, you lick the bottom of his foot right uh, now? Absolutely not. <laughs> right now? Do you now? want to? No. Do you want to? Would you pay me $1,000? Yeah. 
Will you pay me a hundred if I lick the bottom of his foot? You would have to suck on his toe for half of the this podcast. The wart. corn foot? <laughs> it's not <laughs> corn. <laughs> the wart foot? It's a wart. Oh, no. I, mean, I would rather have I a corn. I warts in my mouth. <laughs> oh, hell no. No. I love you. Oh, right my now. gosh. This is sounding like I'll lick the bottom of his foot, though. She wants Don't you do so bad. Don't do that. Why do you want Like, nobody asked. Like, Ask Bennett if he'll pay you a hundred. Not me. Give me a hundred dollars. Baby, no. I can have someone do it for free. <laughs> all right Amelia. what is good all right so my let's see what is my pit actually happened today it was really fucking annoying anyway okay so i have been drinking okra water all morning and it has been making me just have to pee all day so i ran to the bathroom and normally i'm not a dirty bitch normally i'll put a little something something down but today i was like you know what it's fine i've sat on worse before so i'm just gonna sit directly on the toilet because i don't want to pee my pants i sit down and i sit in urine oh and i'm talking like so much urine like it was like i got like an unconsensual a non-consensual golden shower like it was all over me you didn't see it no i had to go pee so bad i just sat you gotta look you just gotta look you gotta look you gotta wipe you gotta place what did you do i mean i sat in it for a minute and i was like what the fuck Oh my god! What am I to do at that point? Oh. I already have urine all over me. Right. You know when you can feel your body get hot? Like I, I got hot. I was like, who the fuck did this? It was like I was going potty in a preschool. There was so much urine on the toilet seat. Sick. So nasty. Anyway, so then I had to take like a little whore bath in the fucking sink and wash my body off a little bit. The soap and some like paper yeah. towels. No dead ass. I fucking really did. Yeah. So disgusting. Yeah. People are nasty. People are so nasty. Anyway, so that was my pit. And then my peak, I started drinking okra water and... My what is shit, that? It's literally just water and then cut up o- okra. Okay. Oh, I and thought so, you said Oprah. No, okra. Water. I was gonna say fuck that bitch. No, no, fuck, no, no, that, fuck bitch. that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, okra water, and my shit is like a water slide now. Oh, you do have bowel issues, also. What? No, my vagina, my oh. pussy. I thought you were talking about. Oh no, that's always a water slide. I'm always able to poop. No, oh, wait. No, no. So your your vagina is like a water slide. Yeah, like from the okra. Oh, I don't eat okra. Well, you should. It's good for you. Is it? It's like got a lot of fiber. It's good for you too, Bennett. You should you should start drinking it. Except for it'll kill your sperms. Oh. No, no, no. You can still ejaculate. (laughs) You can still get a boner, but you just won't be able to have a baby. Yeah. Not right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could kill your sperm if you drink too much of it. Gross. Yeah. So drink it. Nah. Why? I want to have a baby one day. Yeah, you're fine. Just don't drink too much of it. It's good for you. But I used to, you could put some okra on like food. You could. Or you could drink okra water. Anyway, so my life is just changing because I'm drinking okra water. Look at you. Okra became your peak and pit. I did. Okay. Well, I'm (laughs) going to start off with my peak. And that is I got my lips done this last week. And who doesn't want to get their lips done? No, I love. Where's your track marks? Yes. You don't have any track marks? No. I love when I have track marks. What's track marks? It's like, you know, when crackheads have track marks on their arms. Well, we're crackheads for the lip filler. So we have them on our lips. I don't want them. Why? Shows that you're expensive. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was exciting, though, because I felt like my lips were really small. And my wife is my injector, and 
asked Jessica. And she was like, your lips are full. Like, this isn't even going in. I'm like, what? I feel like they're so small right now. Oh, my God. They Give good. me more. So, yeah, that's addicting. They look great. Um, thanks. Yeah, they do. Um, my pit, just dealing with some ghetto-ass hoes. What ghetto-ass hoe? <laughs> Which ghetto-ass hoe? From my past. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Yeah, What's it's going just on? ghetto. I don't know. I can't even get into it still, you guys. Fuck. I just... That's just a pit of my week and I can't even talk about it. No, it is pretty ghetto. It is. It's just like, what the fuck? Fuck. (laughs) So I'm like so close to being able to talk about it. So that's it. I don't really have anything else. So we kind of just rolling over to... Oh, rolling over to (laughs) Bennett's face. (laughs) Rolling what? Are we rolling up? (laughs) Rolling. Um, Oh, it's hitting right now, Amelia. Is it? It's hitting right now. What's going on? Am I, do oh. I have... No, I'm just chilling. Do I have wings? <laughs> can't you tell? Can't you tell it? Do I have wings? No. But no. can't oh. you tell it's hitting him? No, like he hasn't told me. Like, no, because he's just more animated. Do you have... We're talking has about Has it mushrooms. hit you yet? Probably. You didn't... Yeah. I, okay, she reminded me. And when she said <sighs> I was like, yeah, it hit me. Yeah, when? Two minutes right ago? Now. Five it's minutes just, ago? It's not that much of a transition where it's you're like... Not. Oh, my God. You, no. Like, is your you body forget. warm? You forget. I forget I even take it. Until it hits you? I feel like no. I'm a chatty. A and, chatty. And only chatty once, right the only time that I'll remember that I take it would be like, if I just stop for a second and then I just feel like really relaxed. I'm like, oh yeah, I took mushrooms. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. For you guys. Oh my gosh, you can't do that. I'm like, just take bad. a half and see if a half does anything. Because mm. me and Bennett just took one and a half. I'm scared. Not four. I would be scared too <laughs> my first time, but you saw us do it. Yeah. I know. You guys were totally fine. Totally I normal. Three. Like I was acting more crazy and I wasn't even on them. You see? All right. Mm. Well, it's that time for Ask Alex. Bennett, do you have a question? Or are we just going to answer a bunch that we asked for them to like... Yeah, let's go through the <laughs> It's like, no, I have no question. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't have a okay. juicy one. I was going to say, who do you have blocked and why? Oh, who do I have blocked and why? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, do you good. have people blocked? I have like a lot of people blocked. Ooh. Do you? Let's <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. Let me see. Are um, you a blocker? I don't normally block haters because they contribute to my engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't care. Right. But there's definitely some people like the weirdos. I have definitely blocked some weirdos. Going to my block list. See how many I have. Blocked. Okay. You guys want to see how many I have on my block list? Look. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, that's like my whole friends list. Good lord, <laughs> that's how many weirdos there are. What, like, what's list. what like constitutes perverts. as weird? Oh, like just weird people. Like they asked to see your butthole or what? I can't remember I, why I blocked them, but it's just because they're weird. Like a lot of them don't have profile oh, pictures. Yeah. Oh, my ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, my God. Father-in-law, Carla Marie and Anthony. <laughs> Who's that? It was the show that we took over when we took over. Yeah, look, at my block looks very, very short. Yeah. Who do you have? Why do you surprise. have? It's not the stalker because the stalker just makes a new page. <laughs> but I isn't there a thing where it says you can block them in any accounts that they choose to make after that? Mm-hmm. You would think. Look at all those blocked on there right there. Uh, uh. I see one on out, two on out, three. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She said, cut off the whole circle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who's that one? I usually Who? block people less because I don't want them to see me. I block people because I don't want them to see that I see them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I'll yeah, like yeah. hit that story real yeah. quick and see what you up to and mm-hmm. then block your ass. So oh, I disappear. Yeah. No, I get that's it. That's the reason why I block people, you know. But don't you want them to also kind of see how well you're doing, though, too? No, no, 
nope, oh, I don't want to yeah. get caught. I don't want to be seen lurking. You feel me? Like, you don't need to see me. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I don't. That's why if I, I don't block people, what I'll do is I'll just mute their story so I don't ever have to look at it or accidentally press on their story. And then they can still look at my shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Yeah. Oh. I was literally gonna um, block somebody or have them unfollow me too yeah. because I was so mad at them. Like they wouldn't even know because they're just betrayed, right? Like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just were trying to act like a friend and they weren't. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna mute them. There you go. They're still looking at all my stories. They're giving me engagement. Yeah, that's where it's at. Okay, so I'm gonna go through these questions. Okay. Oh, let's do it. Oh God, well, I'm just gonna blow through some. Okay. Yeah. So let's just answer should we fast. say the people? No. Oh, um, you do that one on ours. I'm gonna go to mine because I did one too. Okay. I got some stupid questions. Let's go through your dumbass questions. Uh, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Except when it's Ask Alex and I call it your dumbass question. There is dumbass questions. Because like, there are some dumbass I've questions. And it's just like, I, it's not that I think that you're dumb, but there are some dumbass questions. And it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'm going to read some and you'll be like, oh yeah, that was a dumbass question. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't think that the people who are listening should are offended or should be offended because they love us and we're unoffended. So they know that I'm just joking when I say, I'm just ready to read your dumbass question. Okay, let's okay, do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Who's your favorite person? And my favorite person would be the person who wrote that in. <laughs> And that would be Jessica. Aww, oh, there you go. So cute. Um, love you, Jess. And the second question is, would you ever peg a man? Uh, and yeah, yes, I would. would. Have you? No. Oh, would I? Yes. Surprising. Mm-hmm. Lots about my ex. Don't really give a fuck to talk about that. Yeah. They said, don't ask those questions, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked around and, and he found out. out. I was going to say, actually, I can't say that because he didn't fuck around that I know of. Do I do anal? You're so stupid. That was a dumbass question. Do you? I mean, I will. It's not my favorite thing to do, but I will do it. I've done it. Yeah. That's good. Do you like your toe sucked? Yes. Do you? I love my toe sucked. Yes. I remember the first time That's I had my That's how you toe got sucked. that corn. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a corn. <laughs> wart. Sorry. It's wart. not a wart either. It's a wart. Oh it my gosh. Wart. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I definitely did not get my toes sucked recently that was not there yesterday okay well anyways we discussed it it's fine <laughs> she said we moved on <laughs> leave it there wrap it up uh, <laughs> your turn's done <laughs> <Did> you like <laughs> ask alex now <laughs> oh my god here we go you guys want to answer some more yeah what are your thoughts about hypnosis would you have you tried it would you ever well, considering that I'm certified in hypnosis, yeah, I've tried it. And yes, I would try it again. Um, and I think it's pretty fucking cool. I know yeah. people get like hypnotized to have like um, to like quit bad habits like smoking cigarettes and it works. Mm-hmm. I've never been hypnotized or seen it. But after doing the um, past, past life. life reading, mm-hmm. I could definitely see how you could go into that like level of you know, hypnosis for sure. Oh, you should do it on mushrooms. Oh, could you? Could yeah. you? Mm-hmm. I feel like... I- my mind. Would my be mind's stronger. telling me no. <laughs> my body. My body. Telling me yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> This podcast today is ridiculous. <laughs> I feel so right, sober right, right now. <laughs> 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 That's why you should have taken a square. A square. That's why you should have taken a little half of one. It's fine. I'm drunk on life. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop saying that. No. Let okay. me take one home with me. 
will no i'm scared never mind just kidding no the first time you take it is gonna be with me i know i know yeah giving yeah. you some of my mushrooms mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you take them with me <laughs> just let me have some sight and i'll go home and i'm gonna take them at home let me go do that with someone else <laughs> okay last question is eating ass a must in the bedroom absolutely what the hell <laughs> what the what Amelia, is it a must no no it, it's a must because like you know things go in and out of for the sure ass, you feel me i i'm a top so i'm definitely gonna eat your ass to make sure that you're ready to la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. For sure. have you ever eaten ass where it was like it tasted gross what if it has no dookie? because usually i you gotta hit them with the the finger trick you like play with it with uh-huh. the finger and then you smell it first oh fuck no oh my god i did that oh my god i did that i did with my girlfriend the first time i was fingering my my best friend at the time and her man whatever was in the front driving and then my girlfriend and i were in the back seat and it was my first time fingering her and i want to make sure she didn't have a stinky pussy so i literally fingered her and then i like uh, secretly like smelled my fingers to make sure it wasn't stank and it was fine so yeah we continued okay but Duh. it's a definite don't you think it if it didn't i mean yeah i would have stopped yeah well yeah we would not be together <laughs> but oh my god <laughs> okay yeah but what if it smells what if it's butthole smells i don't feel like doing that (laughs) 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 i don't i don't feel like doing that yeah no no but what do you say that's what i say i I I usually do it when like you're making out or i'm getting head then you know and you can't smell it like while you're down there giving head no well i'm getting head. oh while you're getting head well i mean you can't smell if you're giving head but like usually what what smells bad Cause I feel like butt just has a smell. No. no. If you actually take care of your butt, it, it doesn't. No, but it does. Like skin, like skin just has like a like it just has a like skin I feel like smell. People if, have body odor. You feel me? But yeah. Like, like no, you, people have clean, nice yeah, asses. For right sure. when it's clean. You've never ate ass, girl. I have. Okay, but girl. it wasn't. No, I was extremely intoxicated and it wasn't okay. any fun. I probably wasn't great I at wasn't. it. I wasn't. I do have to say. There are a lot of asses that stink and a lot of people who don't take good care of themselves. So a lot of stinky asses, right? But if you take care of your ass really well, it won't stink. I just feel like in general, bodies just have like a smell, like a different, like, cause I, there's, there's girls that are the cleanest girls ever. And I've, I've smelled smells like, and not like smells, bad smells, but Mm -hmm. just cause I'm very sensitive to smells though. I don't, like skin smell even throws I, me off. I know, me too. Like I, it has to smell like vanilla to me, or else, or clean laundry. <laughs> vanilla baby. <laughs> I haven't even gone near pussies, but I smelled stinkier pussy than ass well, in yeah. my lifetime for sure. Pussy so, like, if you're concerned rank. about ass, you shouldn't because pussies. I feel like pussy smells good. <laughs> smell a little bit. Ass <laughs> Usually, it's because bad. of fucking dirty dicks. Yeah, seriously oh. though yeah For bv real. that's yeah. a it's fucked usually, up one to have. because of dirty dicks mm-hmm. sorry to say yeah it's from the men clean your they're ass fu- they're fucking fucking up our ph because mm-hmm. they're usually players but what about lesbians let's be honest <laughs> i <laughs> no uh, well i don't know wait why <laughs> you okay you guys say well Pussy stinks because of dirty dicks. What about the lesbians? She's like, well, I haven't don't smell. Well, I haven't smelled a bad lesbian yet, so I don't know. I'm sure they're out there. Probably because they don't have a dirty dick. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe they don't clean the strap. Ew. I mean, who's not cleaning their sex toys? mm, There's a lot of nasty people out there. Just throw it in the bucket. 
just <gasps> throw it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any more questions? No, I was just about Amelia? to Amelia? What? Do we have any questions on the page? Um, yeah, actually. Sober Rover over there. Let's hear him. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Oh, here's one. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Did you just pull it out of your ass? <laughs> that you don't eat? <laughs> I hope it's clean. That smells? <laughs> Is that really no. what someone asked? You really did not need to no. come up with one? <laughs> oh, I thought I needed to. No. <laughs> oh. No, we're just like, are we moving on? We had a lot. Let's go. Oh, I thought, okay. Well, that was a lot. I pulled it out of my ass. Okay. That is not stinky. Okay. And that has gotten just, eaten. Just a stinky pussy. <laughs> you said it. Episode one. You did? I didn't see you said that. You were she the she doesn't them. have a stinky pussy, though. I've I'm, never smelled it. No, I've never smelled it either. Well, I would thanks. definitely. I appreciate it. Appreciate okay. you guys. I want to go. This isn't fun anymore. Because <laughs> you should have taken a mushroom. You should have. It's not too late. Do you no, see it's how much too late. Okay, I'm coming down off my high. No, That's how not late it but is. But it didn't hit you guys and feel like until like 20. That was like 20 minutes. We still have about 20 minutes. And I, I still could have like, driven on that like a million percent. Oh, okay. I'm scared. All right. Well, next week, because that was so much fun, I just laughed more than I have all week. Okay. <laughs> So now it's time for the resilient guest. Welcome to the podcast, Livia. Thank you again for being here and joining us for a second week, right in a row. And if you guys did not listen to last week, I highly recommend to go listen to last week's episode because Livia was on as our guest and she's as resilient as they come. Um, you know, she struggled as a child with um, an eating disorder, anorexia, and she is going through health issues even currently right now as of last week when we started the podcast she had told us that she had just suffered a stroke a few days prior and you know there she was right in front of the computer so resilient also me and Olivia we met back in March at a trauma retreat and we connected right away and after the retreat we just kept in contact and we talked a lot over the summer and Something about Livia is like, literally, this girl is so resilient that, I mean, there'd be a few days that would go by that I didn't talk to her. And like, I, I called her and she's like, oh, yeah, I just got a surgery. I'm like, what? Like a severe, like a, a, a serious surgery. And I'm like, I'm talking to this girl all the time. And she's just talking to me like nothing happened. She's like, yeah, I just got out of surgery again. And just telling me like how unwell she felt and like how bad she felt and I'm just like wow like you would never know this girl kills it in life and like she is going through all these serious health problems and like she's still getting up she's still doing her daily routines taking care of her kids her husband herself and I just admire you so much as a person and I love the fact that we connected and I can't wait to hear the rest of your story right now so welcome back again Olivia so glad thank to have you, you. <laughs> I just I've been looking forward to this um really just getting the rest of this out because I feel like there are so many women that can relate to the last episode in so many ways but the same women might also relate to this episode in so many ways different ways because what you go through in life and the stages of life that you move through and even if the women who might have identified with a previous episode, you know, may not identify with it now, mm -hmm. but if they hear it when they do go through it in life, they might think back and say, oh, yeah, I remember. Amazing you know? point. 
that's a huge part of why we do this podcast. Because even though, you know, someone might not be going through it right now, they could in the future and it could help so many people. So can you just break down or briefly explain what you went through as a child, just to kind of recap real quick, and then the health issues that you've had. And then also, I know you wanted to speak more about endometriosis. We can also save that for another episode completely. Um, You can touch on it, though, if you want. And then I'm just going to let you talk about your experience and after surgery and even up till today. Yeah. So um, I think we left off the last time with I had just found out I was going to have to have that fifth surgery. And fifth surgery was with an endometriosis specialist. And so everyone I had seen prior was OBG or, you know, um, oncological surgeon. I did find out the right word, (laughs) oncological (laughs) surgeon. Um, So I went to this specialist and I'll tell you off the bat, I did not like him. I think I just didn't want to do it. I just was so fucking tired. Like I didn't want to do it. And he was so practical and I was past the practical point. So every other surgery I had 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 been like very practical. Like this is what we've got to do. We are going to do this. And then when, you know, the guy came in and said, you need to have emergency surgery. And I, I didn't want to do it. It was just like, well, you don't really, uh, you got a gene of choice. It was all practical decisions. But when I found out that I had to have the fifth one, I think I was I was depleted of the ability to look at things practically. And I was just really at an emotional place. Like this is now going to take me into a new stage of my life. And he was very cut and dry. And what I have learned since is that a surgeon who is charismatic and, you know, that's not what you're looking for. You're looking for somebody who's just a business, all about the business, because they tend to be like, I, I don't say this in a bad way. I don't even know if this is a term I'm allowed to even use anymore, but that, that idiot savant thing from like a million years ago, I don't know what we say today. What does that mean? Um, like a douchebag? No, like no social skills whatsoever, but a fucking genius. That's okay, my yeah. understanding of it. It can't be like social, doesn't really get that I'm emotional and I'm, and this is an emotional thing for me but he's the best of the best, like top of the food chain when it comes to what he's going to do. And I, I left there and I was like, nope, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not going to do this. I, I'm going to sit on this and I'm going to think about it. Cause at first they said they're going to take, I thought I was just going to have my, um, I had this huge endometrioma. It was like six centimeters, which I want to say that's like an orange size, like a medium size orange. I thought I was getting that taken out. That's but I went there in my mind thinking. And then I also knew that I still had this tear in the inside of my vaginal cuff that needed to be fixed. And he wanted to do a physical exam. I don't normally say no at the doctor, like you're there for a reason, but I said, no, I don't, I'm not ready for another speculum. Like I can't, I just don't have it in me. I'm sorry. And I don't even know if I want to do this surgery. I don't even know if I want you to be the person. So no, you're not going to put your hands in your face and my vagina. Like I know it's your job, but I'm just not there. You know, and this had been the first time really that I had kind of like put some boundaries up around this and my health because I, I knew I needed to do it, but I, I just didn't feel right. I wanted to be in control at that point of like how I moved through it because before I, I, it, I almost died. I mean, I wasn't in control of any of that and I just needed an emotional break and So I left there and I said, let me think about all of this and I'll make another appointment. He said, well, 
you know, you're, you'll be back here. This is just what we're going to have to do. And, you know, I think in the back of my mind, I knew he was right. I just wasn't ready. Um, so how, on a scale of one to 10, how bad were you in pain, you know, before the surgery? Oh, before the first and, surgery? No, no, no. Like the one that you're talking about right now. And then oh. also like, does it, is the pain constant? Does it go away? No, it's constant. It, it doesn't. It, I mean, it, it intensifies and then decreases, but it never goes away. Um, and especially it- it's like between your hip bones, really like you, where you would feel cramps, like your, your abdomen. But once it's created those lesions and those adhesions and started grabbing onto other parts of your body, you can feel it anywhere. Like the first time they went in to take it out, I thought the pain was so bad in my right leg. I thought I was going to have to have a hip replacement. So I made an appointment with my ortho because remember I had that accident. Once you first started getting the symptoms of endometriosis, how quickly did the pain intensify? And when did you figure out that it wasn't normal period cramps and stuff? Not until after my fifth surgery, after I had healed and I didn't have any of that pain anymore. I realized that all the pain I had been in for so many years was because of it. And I, and I, I just thought it was normal periods. What? Holy shit. For yeah. years, years. I mean, years. It oh sounds God. like there just must be like a lot of women that must be going through pain and like going through the same thing at that time. and just think it's their period. Yeah. They probably oh, well, just think it's normal period. This is just what periods feel like. What would be the difference between like endometriosis pain and cyst pain on your ovaries? The same. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I had really, really, really bad pain. And then it went away one day and I'm pretty sure it was cysts. Cause it probably the cyst burst and then was gone. But, but I, had pain for like two years. I had, I had really bad pain for two years. It, yeah. Probably burst cause they yeah. grow slow. Right. But endometriomas can't burst. Mm -hmm. So so here's the crazy thing is I really thought that I was going to have to go back to the orthopedic surgeon because the pain in my leg was so bad. The pain in my hip was so bad. And it turned out when I went in to have the surgery that that those lesions had attached themselves to my iliosacral nerve, which runs like down your hip or through your iliac like which is that bone your hip bones go like a little heart shape so it was like down through outside my uterus which when it gets outside your your uterus is dangerous down my leg and I was for sure that it was my hip and I was gonna have to have hip surgery so I literally made the appointment to go see the ortho for my hip at the same time as I made the appointment to go get uh, the endo taken out. And then when I had the surgery and they took it, I think it was like the second one, they took out as much as they could, that hip pain gone, like totally gone. It was just the endo attached to the nerve crawling down my leg. So, um, you know, you get these, you get these cysts normal. It's normal when you get your period, you get small little fluid cysts and then they burst, they go away. Like that's normal. Um, with endometriosis, you get um, endometriomas, and then you also get a different type of cyst. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's not like clear fluid, it's blood. And, oh, hemorrhagic. So you can either get a hemorrhagic cyst or you can get an endometrioma, and endometriomas are hard. So 
when you have that hemorrhagic cyst and it bursts, you're, you're bleeding. Like you think you're having a miscarriage, but you would have not, you know, been pregnant. Like you're bleeding that heavily, but the endometrioma that I had along with the hemorrhagic cyst, I was just like praying to God that that cyst didn't burst because I, I had once had a doctor tell me she was an anesthesiologist that the worst pain you will ever feel in life is when blood sits on your perineum inside your body, like your pelvic floor, you will never feel a pain worse than that. So if you have a hemorrhagic cyst and it bursts and there's blood just sitting on your pelvic floor, it's sitting on your, your perineum and you're, you're, it's crippling. It isn't even the word debilitating is probably the closest I could get to it. So I had, you know, found, well. well so what did you do in those moments when you were in that much pain? What would you I cried? Do? <laughs> there was nothing that would relieve the pain whatsoever. I mean, they give you pain meds. And when it was like bad, 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 that I couldn't, I literally couldn't even like get up. I would take the lowest dose possible just so that I could get up and move. But they try to give you a lot of other things to, to deal with the pain. Like um, there's a methocarbamol is like an abdominal muscle relaxer. Um, and ultimately it doesn't, nothing they give you really makes it go away because it, that type of pain inside your body that you can't get to, you can't, you know, when you scratch your arm or you bump your elbow, you rub it, right? Because when you put pressure on it, the pressure signal travels to your brain faster than the pain signal. That's why we tell little kids to rub stuff or push on it. That's why we still do it today. Like if you bang something, you rub it because biologically or physiologically, the, the pressure signal travels faster. So you want to beat the pain signal, right? And you can't do that with this type of pain because you can't touch it. So you're just sitting there like pushing on your abdomen or like heating pads. Um, heating pads do help a lot, but you don't even know where to put them. You put them on the front, put them on the back. You, you can't get to the pain. So it's like a combination of things. And, and there's millions of women out there who go through this and they have no idea. Okay. Well, speaking of that, what percentage of women have endometriosis roughly? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. We, I can no idea. It. Do you, do you know, I wanted to ask this last week, but I didn't get a chance, but, um, do you know roughly like what percentage of people or children have eating disorders? Oh, that I did, but it increased so severely recently, um, that it, it did change. I can, why do you, what do you think caused that change? Like social media? Oh God, social media, it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. Amelia? Uh, one in 10 women have endometriosis. How many How many out of those one out of 10, um, Olivia, do you think know that it's endometriosis? That's doesn't say, yeah. <laughs> one in 10 have it, but one in 10 know they have it. Probably yeah. four out of those 10, four more out of those 10 have it and don't even know, undiagnosed. Cause it's mic it's microscopic. You, you can have it and not even know you have it. So wouldn't the doctors, like if you're going to the doctor, you're like, Oh my God, I have such bad 
period pain. Like if you're going back to the doctor and you're like continuing to go back and like, wouldn't you think that now like that they would be like, let's test for endo. Like, do they right away? Do they even like. So if you go to the doctor and, and you're telling them, you know, you are having this pain, they, they should be able to say there's a distinction between like normal period pain and Hey, you're bleeding pretty severely. And when you get your period, you're, you have like flu like symptoms and can't get out of bed. They should be sending you to an OBGYN at that point, not just your general care practitioner. And if you're seeing an OBGYN and this is what you're telling them, then they do say to test for endo. But the problem is the only way to test for it is surgically. They have to go in through your belly button and like two other spots and take biopsies of your uterus, your ovaries, because it's microscopic. They, she thought she was going in there and it was like a microscopic thing. And maybe I, it would be, you know, a little bit of messiness in there. She got in there and went, holy shit, like this is a war zone. We have to schedule surgery to get this out of here because she was the biopsy you know, 20, 30 minutes, not a big deal. I don't think she had any idea how bad it was going to be when she got in there because again, I'm just so used to pain that I, I just didn't explain. Yeah. I, I, maybe I explained. I just didn't. I, I, I have I a high pain tolerance. It. Yeah. So yeah. then, okay. I was going to ask like, how long is the biopsy? And you answered that. So it's like 20 minutes. Does it hurt? Well, you're asleep, so oh, okay. you, know, you don't, yeah. I mean, it's just, afterwards, it doesn't feel great, but. Got you. Really? The pain, so my mom, she has endometriosis, and I I can only imagine how much pain you guys were going through, because I remember, and it was traumatizing for me as a child, but I remember I would have to call. I, it would start when I was, I remember it started when I was five years old, and I had to learn how to use the phone, the home phone, because I'd have to call 911 because my mom would just be passing out and just bleeding everywhere. And it was, and I'd have to get the, you know, the, what's it called? The ambulance to the house. And it was terrifying. Amelia, was so much pain. When did your mom re- know that she had endo? Um, I think it was like after she had my sister. And how think- long was she suffering for before that? Oh, since she started her period. So what she got her period at 10 years old or 11 years old. And um, yeah, she had had it all throughout. And um, okay. finally she's fine now because she, you know, went through menopause. But yeah. Holy shit. So, okay. um, I've talked to women who have had endometriosis and they all explain like the pain is just unfreaking imaginable. And the only pain. So I've had two children with no medication vaginally childbirth, right? But that wasn't the worst pain that I felt. The worst pain that I felt was kidney stones. I've passed five of them and it's constant pain until they pass. Sometimes it could take hours. Some, a lot of the time it could take a day or two, just depends. Um, and I did go to the hospital one time. It was actually the day that I gave birth to Jax. So I didn't have any medication for his childbirth. And then I went back about 12 hours later and found out that I was passing a kidney stone. And she gave me like a bag of fluids. Right. And the pain was so fucking bad though. Still the bag of fluids had, you know, medication in it that was, should have taken the pain away and it helped a little bit, but I was on all fours on that bed. And the nurse was like, Oh my God, like she can tell how 
much pain I was in still. And I have a high pain tolerance. So she gave me another bag of fluids with that same amount of medication, just a double dose. And that took the pain away. And I felt so much better. I, you know, I passed the kidney stone at the hospital because of so much fluids went through me. So it goes into your bladder and then I pee it out. So that was so fucking bad. I can't even imagine. I know endometriosis is worse than that. I can't even fucking imagine. We don't get a break from it because every, every time you get your period, it's like it builds on the last time you had it right you don't get a there's no here's the thing childbirth is probably like the worst pain in the world right I think on the scale of like things in life that that you know you go through at a there's some meter of whatnot I know it's like up there at least you get a baby at the end (laughs) Like at least, yeah, right? You know, at least there's or, like or something at stone. the end, right? <laughs> there's some sort of like, like yes, means to an end. You've done it. It's you've you've gotten to the end, and it's over. You know. Okay, so let's go back six months, right? Right. So I went to this doctor thinking I was going to get this endometrioma removed. And then he was going to go in and take the rest of whatever endometriosis lesions and whatnot that I had left. That was in my brain. I was okay. Let's just get the rest of it out of there. And I'm going to move on with my life. And he, and he said to me, well, uh, hold that thought. I did also know that um, in my last or two surgeries prior that they did have save one of my ovaries because it had a lot of endo attached to it, like lesions attached to it. And they were able to save that ovary. I wish she had just taken it. Honest to God, I wish she would have just taken it. So I went in and I, he had my previous paperwork, you know, of what had happened. And he said, look, we can go in there. We can take the endometrioma out, but this isn't going to go away. We're you're going to come, you're going to be back here. You're going to have to take, you'll take one ovary out and then the other one's going to get it. You're going to come back for another surgery and take that one out. Just do did it. You, did you want kids your own? Never in your life? It's not that I didn't want them. I always wanted to adopt. And, you know, I, I did for a short period of time, foster this um, girl who lived next door to me, uh, not through the system officially. I didn't even know that that's a whole story for another day, but mm-hmm. um I never wanted to birth a child. I think I talked about this last time my doctor even and had the conversation with me that until I kicked that eating disorder, it just wouldn't be healthy for me to have a child. And I just really in my soul believed I could do so much harm emotionally to a child. And I, if it, if it was mine, if it came from my body, I, I would have resentment. I had fears around having resentment around that baby for making me fat, or if I couldn't lose the weight. And everybody says that, you know, oh, it goes away, you know, this, oh, that. But the fear that I had about resenting an innocent child for my own disease, I just felt like it's just not a thing I want to do. And, and even when I was younger, I, I have such phenomenal parents. I mean, I, I, there are so many babies born into this world that do not have the parents that I had. They don't have the opportunities that I had. And I'm so like 
stupidly grateful for that just with my whole soul like everything every bone in my body grateful for that that I felt like if I adopted a child who wasn't given that opportunity at least I was doing it with the mindset that I could give them something they never would have had otherwise in and I didn't have that fear yeah. about passing the ED yeah. on it. So I was saving versus giving. I didn't want to bring another baby into this world when there were so many out there that didn't wow. have, you know, That's you're supposed like really, to leave this place better than you got to it. Well, you have you a good soul. Not everybody, you know, thinks like you, but that's really emotionally mature and selfless of you. I feel like. Amelia. Did your mom have an eating disorder? No. No. Okay. Did anyone in your family ever have an eating disorder that you know of? I, not an eating disorder, and I'm sorry, Dad, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry for this. Um, I don't think my dad has a healthy relationship with food simply based in fear. He has this fear that if you are not healthy, that you're going to die. And he's so afraid of people in his life dying because they're unhealthy uh-huh. that I think that it manifests that way a little bit. So how did your dad handle your eating disorder? Better than my mom. <laughs> um, my dad's my, I mean, most of my parents are my best friends, but my dad is just, I mean, he, he did family week. He was scared and he was angry, but he, he did what he had to do, you know, to get me through it. We did family week at my um, eating disorder place. And my brother conveniently air quoting that, of course, had something else where he couldn't do it because God forbid, if he showed up, he would have to be accountable for his part in, in all of it. But uh, my dad, everything that we did in a family week, he, to this day, still follows it. My mom out the door. Week oh, one. Wow. Okay. So before you went to get help, like over the years, how, what was your like smallest, how much did you weigh your smallest and how was your dad handle, handling it then and your mom, but your dad specifically, because you said that he's really worried about people dying because they're unhealthy and you were clearly not doing things to your body that were healthy. And I feel like he would know that and see that. You would think so. But remember I did aesthetic sports. I did gymnastics. I did cheer. I did. So he didn't dance. know for a long time you don't see it because you're small. I, I was always small. It's not like I was big and then lost a ton of weight. Okay. So always small. Because when you're doing sports, like you're going to be muscly, right? Because you're doing mm-hmm. sports and you're going to be thin. And I have seen, you know, a lot of pictures of anorexia where they're not um, muscly and they're just skin and bones. Right. So yeah, you didn't look like that. No. Okay. I'm even at my smallest and I um out of respect for people who might listen to this who might be suffering um we don't talk about numbers and it's B 
BMI is not something that even we use today in modern medicine because it it is an inaccurate description of health. Um, I don't think any less of if you look one way or another, the uh, disease is, you know, worse or not. That's not what I'm saying at all. I think that you suffer just as much as anybody else. Yeah, I just, wanted, it, I just was wondering about like, so your parents or your dad definitely didn't see it because it was easy to hide. Right. And then, and then once he found out, how did he take that? Well, he didn't find out until I was 32 years yeah. old. I had been long not living at home, living further, far away from them. They didn't, they hadn't seen what I looked like until I came home that one day and they went, holy shit damn you know um and so i think i sent you guys a photo um you can't even recognize me in this photo i I don't even look like me i look like a man my nose looks massive on my face because there's no i don't have any fat on my face at all when you would look in the mirror back then when it was like that what would you think i didn't see it i didn't see that I, I, what, what I see now, when I look at those photos, I never saw back then. I couldn't see the distortion. I couldn't see how thin I had gotten. Because I feel like, was it the eating disorder because of more anxiety? I didn't even really realize this right now until right now, but a lot of, you know, younger women will be anorexic because they have body issues the dysmorphia whatever like they'll look in the mirror and think that they are fat when they're you know extremely thin so mm-hmm. yours was more because of anxiety or am i wrong i don't know i i don't know i'm just trying to gain clarification yeah it's it kind of you know what it starts um did amelia do you want to yeah i was just gonna comment um just to kind of explain like and you know again i've never had like an eating disorder that was like that or anything like that. But um, I've spoken to people and the way I kind of think of it is your brain was kind of like a funhouse mirror. Mm -hmm. Like you essentially like we could see you how you really look, which was obviously like sickly, but in your head you had this vision or goggles essentially basically. And you had a fun, you were looking through a funhouse mirror. So you never really got to see yourself how you actually looked. And I feel like right. that's for all women, people with uh, eating disorders. Yeah. The body dysmorphia is, um, it's intense. I mean, even at treatment, they had me like draw on a large, and I still have it. They had me draw on a large piece of paper what I thought I looked like. They laid me down, they put my, you know, height down, and I drew what I thought that I looked like. And then I laid down on it, and then they traced me just so that I could see my actual size versus what I thought my size was. And I mean, we're talking like, a foot difference in my drawing to their drawing. And I didn't believe it. I, I, I said, no, you're just, you tilted the pen inwards. Like I didn't believe that even what was in front of my face, I didn't believe that that was. When you were looking at yourself in the mirror, did you think that you were pretty when you were that small? 
were you content with how you looked or was it a control thing or neither? I think it was everything. I, I don't, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever thought I was pretty until I got older and could, could see that pretty was not what was on the outside. You know, it took me, it took me a long time to kind of realize that pretty was not uh, picture perfect, that pretty was who someone was. Um, I didn't necessarily think pretty or not. I never thought that. I just thought skinny or not. I did didn't you even. Were skinny? Like at your, at your thinness, did you think that you were skinny? I knew I was thin, like thinner than other people. Uh, I, you know, I was a double zero. So that's the smallest clothing size that you could get. I was wearing youth size clothing, but I still didn't think that I was as thin as I was. And I certainly didn't think that I was as sick as I, I had no idea I was as sick as I was. And I, on that, what you're talking about, I want to read to you something. So when I was in college, uh, so I was 20, no, 19 years old. I wrote this poem and I, I shared it with that therapist that I had mentioned that I tried to go to the on-campus treatment center. And I used to get so mad when people would say to me, oh, you look good or you're pretty or like you look great in that or you got a great body. And I used to get so mad because I was like, you are so dumb. Do you not see what I look like? Like, I'm hideous. How could, why are you complimenting me? And I would really get so mad about it. And so I wrote this poem. It's really short. And it's been published a couple of times um, in random poetry books. But it says, please don't tell me what you see. It only matters what I think of me. It doesn't matter what you say, and it doesn't matter what you do, even if what you say is true. Because I have a disease that controls my mind, because of this disease, I'm told I'm blind, but I know what I see and what I see is real. So please don't tell me what you think of me because you don't know how I feel. And I was 19, and that was like the best way that I could get it out. Are you crying? Don't cry because you're going to make me cry. How do you feel when you read that poem and you hear where you were and how you chose to express like where you were in your journey? When you look back and you hear that and you read it now, what what's the thoughts that go through your mind? That I knew that I was sick. Um, Sorry. Well, I'm not sorry for crying, but for recording purposes, I'll try to clean it up. I knew that I was sick and I knew that I was stuck and I didn't know how to tell anybody. And they just kept telling me that I had this disease and I, I believed them to an extent, but, you know, I've always been um, a creative person, whether it's been through dance or I love to write writing for me. I love to write creative writing was always, you know, something I was passionate about. I've written so many poems, but at the time I feel like that was the only way that I could like, I, I couldn't tell my therapist what I felt like. I couldn't, I couldn't tell her that I was stuck 
buried under this eating disorder. I couldn't express that I knew that I had it and I knew that it wasn't right, but I couldn't get out and I wasn't, I don't think I was ready to get out because like I said, don't tell me what you think of me because you don't know how I feel. Like when someone would, when someone tells you you're beautiful, you, that's what they see. You know, you, you have to learn to, to take that and accept that as their view, mm-hmm. you know, not as your view. And I couldn't take it then. And I had been modeling for years, you know, and I never understood why people would hire me because I didn't think I was pretty, you know, I, I photograph well, I photograph, I, I can transform well in photographs. And I think I, I knew I was good at that job, but I never thought it was because I was pretty. Um, and I just, that I don't know if I really did though, like it just explains it really well. Um yeah. Um, so just on a, like a long story short version is I, I went to that guy and I, I ended up, you know, he said to me, you, you're going to wind up back here and you're going to wind up having more surgeries. So if you don't want to have kids and well, at this point I couldn't have had kids cause I didn't have a uterus or anything else, but it, it's just, you got to make the decision to do this and you're going to just launch into menopause. And so I just did it and he went in there and it was in my ureters. He had really gone in and taken every ounce of it out. And I'm telling you from the second I woke up from that surgery, I could feel it, that it was gone. I could feel every ounce of it was gone. I, my whole body felt like this demon had been lifted out of me. And I felt, I, I, I just couldn't even believe the pain that I had been carrying for years, you know, and then it sort of, puts you in this place where now you're in menopause. And when you take all of those organs out, the rest of your organs drop and your body changes and, you know, menopause naturally versus menopause medically is, is very different. Your, your body changes. And I had really gotten to a place where I was like managing, accepting my body. And what were like the biggest changes you've noticed? Like, I don't, I don't have an hourglass shape now. I just have this square because all of your bowels drop and fill that space where, you know, you used to have a uterus, Wow. you know, like my abdomen is, I feel like I've lost my feminine figure. And I think that's fucking with me bad right now. I I think that that's like, it's really kicking my ass because at the beginning, you know, and I was afraid to have this surgery because I was afraid that I was going to lose the, the femininity part. Uh, it's one of those, you have boobs and you have those things. That's what makes you a woman. Right. And I was losing half of that. And now I've lost my feminine figure and it's taking everything in me to not want to fix it. You know, I'm, I called my treatment team last week and said, Hey, look, this is really getting under my skin. And if I don't do something about it, it's going to, I'm going to go south fast. And she's working with me to, you know, get a, um, a local treatment team together to 
get my head right about this new body and not let it go south. You know, stay away from that relapse because I won't survive another one. It'll kill me. And I can't, I can't let that happen. I have too many things in my life that my goddaughter, my dogs, I can't let, I can't let a relapse take my life. So since your surgery, um, how long did it take you to recover and how are you feeling now? Um, The last one was about six to eight weeks. The one prior to that was 12 weeks. The ones prior to that were, you know, uh, six weeks. Now, aside from this stupid (laughs) back injury that I've had since 2005, you know, I, I feel good that all of that's out. But with an eating disorder, it's always looking for a way to get back in. And now it's just trying to creep back in and I'm, I'm not going to let it. I feel mentally in a place where I'm recognizing my body is different. It's, there's nothing that I can do about it. This isn't a like go to the gym and work it off thing. It, this is a, a physically, medically different body and I have to approach it differently than I would if, uh, you know, I had just been on bed rest and, you know, I, I now got to be functioning, you know? So my headspace is I'm in the middle. I mean, there are some days that I get up and say, I can do this. Um, there are some days that I'm really mad, but it, every day I know that I can't go down that path. And that's, I think that part of what you know, makes me resilient. I didn't even believe that I was resilient. And the fact that I just get up every day and do what I have to do. Well, hold on, I hold can't on. You're taking that. my job. Hold on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> taking my job. <laughs> we can still wrap things up, but since you're explaining it now, we always ask our guests what resilient means to them. So Livia, what does resilient mean to you? I didn't even, um, I didn't even know I was resilient until you guys asked me to come on here and I've heard myself tell these stories and everything that I've been through. I think being resilient is, is something that you're born with. Like I said, I was in a baby baker (laughs) when I was born and I, I was early, you know, I was a preemie and I made it. And I just think from birth, I was just a fighter. I just didn't, give myself any other choice. It's just in you. It's either in your bones or it's not, you know, some people fall prey to life and some people make life their bitch because they're not going to let life make them their bitch, you know? hundred percent. I love that explanation. (laughs) So Well, I definitely know you have a lot of stories and I want you back as a guest in the future. And I can't wait for that. Um, Amelia or Bennett, do you guys have any last minute questions for her? Um, No, I just want to say that your energy is amazing. And, you know, just hearing your story has been, you know, very nice on my end both times. And I really appreciate you. I'm so grateful sharing it, sharing it with yeah. us and, you know, all the listeners, we have one minute left. So, okay, <laughs> so um, tell us where we can follow you again. 
at Miss Livy Doll. Like Miss Livy Doll. Not married. M-I-S-S. <laughs> M-I-S-S-L-I-V-I-D-O-L-L. And if you can't find her, then just go to our Instagram at Resilient AF3 and she's following us. And yeah, that's about it. Thank you so much again for being on. We love you so much. Thank you. Guys you. I love you guys yeah. so much. And I'm just grateful. I'm so grateful just for the platform. If it helps a single person, then it's worth all of my time. It's just one person has to hear it. You're amazing. You're amazing. You amazing. Come back again soon. Yes. I will. <laughs> I love. Bye, Bye guys. Love you. All right. If you want to be a resilient guest, hit us up on Instagram at resilientaf3. You can be on the podcast too. We obviously do Zoom. So if you live far, then hit us up. We'll read your story. And if we pick you, then woohoo. All right. Now it's time for trivia. Woo! Okay. Oh, I forgot about trivia. Um, I didn't study this. They have buns. They have bods. But do they have brains? It's time to find out with Hot Seat Trivia, Alex Fresh, Amelia Jackson. One baddie will bring her body yaddy yaddy out the room while the other baddie attempts to answer 10 trivia questions in 60 seconds. Here's the rules. Your first answer is your only answer, so think before you speak. And if you don't know an answer, pass. We'll come back if you have some time. After the first baddie goes, we'll switch and see who wins. Alex? Yep. Bring the body yaddy yaddy out. All right. Okay, we got 60 seconds on the clock. I will press go as soon as you answer the first question. All right, ready? Ready. Which Puerto Rican drink translates as strained banana? Pass. What size is a bed that has four more inches than a king? California king. What is the common name for dihydrogen monoxide? Noxide poisoning. The TV show Real Housewives started with what location? Ah, Orange County. Who won the record of the year at last week's Grammys? Billie Eilish. What are possums actually doing when they quote unquote play dead? Sleeping. How many syllables are in Mississippi? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I don't know. Four? Ten. What is the only food that can never go bad? Water. Stephanie Germanotta, better known as her stage name. Uh, Gwen Stefani. If you buy a baker's dozen donuts, drop three, give away half, and eat one. How many do you have left? I'm going to just say I don't know. <laughs> okay, good job. That was good. That was good. Really good. Right, I okay. know that you're a pathological liar now. <laughs> Go get Alex. Alex! That was good. Good job. Stop saying that. Alex got her body audio in. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Press go as soon as you answer the first question. Winner's here. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm nervous. Ready? Which Puerto Rican drink translates as strained pineapple? Rum chata. What size is a bed that has four more inches than a king? California king. What's the common name for dihydrogen monoxide? Hydrogen monoxide. The TV show Real Housewives started with what location? Orange County. Who won record of the year at last week's Grammys? Taylor Swift. What are possums actually doing when they quote unquote play dead? What are they doing? They're laying there, playing dead from attacks. 
How many syllables are in Mississippi? Four. What is the only food that can never go bad? Honey. Stephanie Germanana, better known by her stage name. Lady Gaga. If you buy a baker's dozen donuts, drop three, give away half, and eat one. How many do you have left? Four. All right. Let's go through the answers. Let's okay. go through them. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. Which Puerto Rican drink translates as strained pineapple? I might have said banana for yours. You definitely said banana. I, I don't think you would have got it either way. How do you what know? Is what is it? If it translates strained banana, what is it? I don't know. The floor is yours. I don't know what strained banana is. I know what strained pineapple is. What is it? Well, I'm not going to tell you because you <laughs> doubted me. So you go ahead and say the answer. Way. The answer is. Mm-hmm. Pina colada. Yep, exactly. Fucking a. Pina colada. Pina colada. Okay. No one got like that. Rum point. Chata. What the fuck? What size is a bed that has four more inches than a king? A California king. So you both okay. get that point. All we right. Got that one. Uh what is the common name for dihydrogen monoxide? Water, aka H2O. No way. Okay. Dye is two. Oh uh-huh. my god. Hydrogen. Okay, it's fine. It's okay. H2O. Okay. Water. The TV show Real Housewives started with Orange, Orange County. County. You guys both got that. Who won record of the year at last week Grammys? It wasn't Billie Eilish and it wasn't Taylor Swift. Oh. Who was it? Miley Cyrus. Was oh. it? Flowers, yes. Oh, that's why she sang. Dang it. Uh, okay. I saw the clip of that yeah. too. And she said, I just won my first Grammy. Uh, oh, dang it. Okay. I want her workout routine. I don't know. She I was know. Bomb. Pilates. It has to be. Cocaine. Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine and cigarettes. <laughs> Okay, what's next? Um, what are possums actually doing when they quote unquote play dead? They're not playing dead and they're not laying down. They're passing out because they're afraid. Oh, yeah. they can't breathe or they're something? Scared. No, what? they're, they're scared of like other animals. They have oh. anxiety, so they pass out. That's so cute, actually. I love that for them. I guess until they get hit. Yeah. Well, that's why you're supposed to check their bellies, dig in their bellies when you see them on the side of the road. No, I'm doing not that. <laughs> you ever. have to. It's I, a good Samaritan <laughs> thing to do. I, you I, have to because you have to check for their babies. I'm not even I've never, out of my car. Right. <laughs> We're not even hitting the brakes. For a fucking possum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hitting the brakes. <gasps> oh right. my God. turning down the music. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, whoops. It's time to like, turning it up. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, how many syllables are in Mississippi? Four. You both got it right. Shut up. Yes, because <laughs> Amelia up. went from four to ten, but we only take the first answer, so we get that point. Goodness. Ten? Did you think like vowels or something? I just started counting the letters because oh I don't even How know. How many syllables are in? Okay, <laughs> we're three, three. <gasps> Shit. Three, three. Oh, fuck. What is the only food that can never go bad? You got it. Honey. Honey. I said yes. water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. Water, you should have said that for the other answer. I should have. I should have. Hydrogen monoxide. Fucking <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. Um, Stephanie Germanata, better known by her stage name, Lady Gaga, not Gwen Stefani, which was really Ooh. a really good guess. That was but, such a good guess. Wrong white girl. It? Look at them. They look like. They do not. They don't look alike. They do not. Keep going. <laughs> like yeah okay so sure too anyways fuck off and keep going uh alex you got that point so four and if you buy a baker's dozen donuts you drop three you have ten give away half five you eat one four so the winner is 
Alex. Alex. Oh, what did you guess for that one? She said, I, don't I know. said, I don't know. Oh, I got irritated and I just wanted to up. shut it down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut no, it down. We should start playing this with people soon. Do you think they'll want to play against us? Hell yeah. Against either you, Amelia or Alex? They're going to want to play against me because they know they'll win. <laughs> you never know. Those were some crazy questions. Those were some crazy questions. How do we not know the water thing? I'm just confused about that Honestly, one. Honestly, that was a big girl word. That one. That was I, a, I, Don't ever do that if again. If I said it, I couldn't even read it. He like, really loves the, the elemental. The, the, the hydro, I try to do like a <laughs> science one, you a sure math do. one. Oh, is that what you're doing? One. Yeah. Okay. Sports. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Has he done a sports one yet? Though? Have you done a sports one? No. Not in this one. I was going to throw one in this one, but Please I was like, God, I'm not don't. sports girl. No. But she is a sports girl. She would get what? it. So I would automatically I would automatically be giving you the point against No, Amelia. not necessarily. Not yeah. necessarily. I thought I was so sure about the t- Taylor Swift. I'm like, <laughs> Taylor Swift. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. Sick of her. Oh, my God. Me too. Me so sick. too. Okay. Anyways, that is the podcast. And I won trivia. Are you surprised? No, I know. No. I, know. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> anyone is. You go take well, a you nap won last now? week. You what? did. Jersey Shore. She's tired of losing. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she won last week. Next week, though, <gasps> Amelia? What? I'm putting a chocolate in your coffee. Are you? I don't drink coffee. I'm putting a chocolate in your fucking mouth. In my vape? If you put mm. it in my vape, I'll definitely smoke it. Well, how am I going to stuff a chocolate in your vape? I don't know. Melt it and then shove it in there. Can I give you an enema? Work. Can you just eat an it? An enema? <laughs> yeah, you want to? Yeah. On, on air? Yeah. We could do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would love to give you an enema with this You have to do one chocolate. too. You know, because it no. would start to make you feel it very quickly. Oh, wait. I thought we were talking about taking the poop out. No, enema is putting it in. Putting something and in. keeping it in? It's no, going to dissolve. An enema is taking it out. No, an enema thought, is putting something in your butt yeah. for it to come out. Yeah. But Oh, I thought... Okay, I, I thought, thought you, you guys were going to take shit out of each other's asses. No, I want to put episode. some chocolate I in I had her to butt do that this weekend. You did it. Wait, no, do you didn't like Klonics? I love a Klonic. I fucking hate Klonics. Why? Uh, no. They're my favorite Absolutely thing to not. do. Klonic? We should all go get one together. Whoa. Let me just tell you, whoa. The amount of water that was put into me, mm-hmm. the amount of water that went in, into my intestines was too much. Yeah. And you started to cramp. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like at any point though, it comes shooting out because it's mm-hmm. not, you have to really control to make sure it stays in. I did. I know. So at easily it could come out and spray yeah. for it to shoot out. No, but no, it can, no, not. Oh, it has to go slow. And no, it can come through this thing. But like when it's building up, oh, when they're putting it. water in and at any time can like go boop, like come out of your butt because there's so much pressure. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every second of it. You should bottom. them. No. We should, <laughs> oh, we should go. <laughs> I want to watch you do it. I would love to. Let's go. Let's go. I'm serious. For real, I where need do you one go? soon. I go to the rejuvenation center in Bellevue. Let's all go together. Can you see it? Do they have like a window? Yeah. Through? yeah they okay. have the yeah. clear pipes. Yeah. I yeah, loved yeah. watching my poop go across the room. Yeah. It was a great time. Okay. We should all just go do it. Yeah, let's, let's go just... get our shit cleaned out. Yeah. We're together. We'll be shitless in Seattle. I love that. And snatched as fuck afterwards. And Dude, the first time I did it, I looked like I had been working. Like I had the best fucking abs of my life. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I need to I do it. I bet. Yeah. I'll never shit on anyone again. <laughs> yeah. For real. All right. Go make sure to follow us on social at ResilientAF3. You can also follow us individually. I'm at that Dreas. I'm at Amelia Jackson 94. I'm at Bennett Nose. All right. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.